Welcome to the Abiding with Jesus daily podcast with Bruce Byrne. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad you're here. Today is Monday, week 9, day 1. Let's begin with the pre-flight checklist. For our first item, asking for God's blessing and protection, please affirm the following prayer. Father God, as I seek a deeper encounter with your Son, speak directly to my heart and mind through your Holy Spirit. Guide my prayers that they might be sincere. May the truth of your word accomplish its purpose in me. Please thwart any attempt by the evil one to interfere in any way with what follows. Amen. For the second item of our checklist, Asserting Spiritual Authority, please repeat after me. As a child of God, and with the authority of Jesus, I forbid any spirit that is not of God from interfering in any way with what follows. I command this in Jesus' name. For the third item of our checklist, asking for forgiveness, take a moment to ask God to reveal to you anything for which you need forgiveness. If nothing comes to mind, you can move on. But if something comes to mind, pause the podcast, confess it to God, and ask God for forgiveness. Or you can make a note of it and ask God for forgiveness later. For the fourth item, forgiving others, take a moment and ask God to reveal to you anyone he'd like you to forgive. If someone comes to mind and you're able to forgive them, then do so. If you find yourself unable to forgive them, ask God to bring you to a place where you can. Today's podcast is titled, The Parable of the Lost Sheep. Our Bible reading is from the 15th chapter of Luke. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming to hear him, but the Pharisees and the experts in the law were complaining, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable, Which one of you, if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the open pasture and go look for the one that is lost until he finds it? Then, when he has found it, he places it on his shoulders rejoicing. Returning home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, telling them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my sheep that was lost. In the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need to repent. In the culture in which Jesus lived, those who were the most serious about pleasing God believed that doing so required avoiding not just sin, but contact with sinners. Some believed that avoiding all contact with sinners was necessary, and they withdrew to the desert to live in monastic communities. Others thought that it was possible to please God while living among sinners, but only if one diligently kept them at a distance, don't associate with them, don't go into their homes, don't become business partners with them, don't invite them into your home, and certainly don't share a meal with them. This last part about sharing a meal was of particular importance because in Jesus' culture, to share a meal with someone was to accept them into fellowship. To those who were serious about pleasing God, 
sharing a meal with a sinner was, therefore, unthinkable. But Jesus appears to be comfortable hanging out with the very people who, according to their way of thinking, a true man of God should avoid. Women who are known to have led sinful lives, for instance, and the despised tax collectors, social outcasts who have sold out their own countrymen in pursuit of wealth. He even shares meals with them. It doesn't take long before the righteous are muttering amongst themselves. Jesus, in response, tells them this parable about a shepherd and a lost sheep. Because the Pharisees viewed sinners as spiritual lepers, and since they didn't want the disease, they took great care to avoid the diseased. But Jesus has another view of sinners. To him, sinners aren't sick people to be avoided, they're lost sheep to be found and rescued. Jesus welcomes sinners and eats with them because he came for them. But Jesus wants to do more than explain why he welcomes sinners and eats with them. He wants it to be known that his mission to sinners is not carried out begrudgingly or with disdain. Jesus' audience, familiar with sheep and shepherds, would understand that a lost sheep would be too terrified to walk back to the flock under its own power. For the sheep to be returned to the safety of the flock, the shepherd would have to carry it. Jesus' shepherd bears this burden willingly and with joy, and upon the successful completion of the rescue, he invites the community to share in his joy. After concluding this parable, Jesus says, I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. It is important to note that Jesus does not challenge the idea that the people with whom he is associating are sinners, or that they need to turn from their sin. Jesus is consistently kind to sinners and consistently tough as nails when it comes to sin. If you're looking for a permissive attitude from Jesus, you won't find it. Sin mars and destroys and wounds that which God loves, us. The Pharisees and teachers of the law do not err in their rejection of sin. They err in their rejection of sinners and in their belief that sinners have lost their value to God. Those whom the Pharisees shun, Jesus welcomes into fellowship. Those whom the Pharisees reject as worthless, Jesus seeks and accepts and values. Jesus has many harsh things to say about sin, but he is a friend of sinners. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Here are today's questions. Question 1. Why is this parable good news to you? Question 2. Open your Bible to Luke chapter 15, verses 1-7, through 7, and notice the words joy, rejoice, and rejoicing. What is Jesus trying to convey by the repeated use of these words? And question three, put yourself into the role of a lost sheep. How would it feel to be found by Jesus? For today's worship, express gratitude to Jesus as a lost sheep who has been found by him. For our concluding prayer, Jesus, we are prone to wander off, but you are a good shepherd. Thank you for searching for us. Thank you for finding us. 
May our joy in being found by you match your joy in finding us. Amen. Let's pray together. Jesus, we are prone to wander off, but you are a good shepherd. Thank you for searching for us. Thank you for finding us. May our joy in being found by you match your joy in finding us. Amen. Today, remember to pray for the people you know who need physical healing. This podcast is intended for those who have finished the full year of the Encountering Jesus podcast. If you haven't finished the Encountering Jesus podcast, please go and do so. If you haven't begun, search within your podcast app for Encountering Jesus Bruce Byrne and it should pop right up. Then we'll see you back here in a year.